From the capital city, I'm Jordan Lewis. At about 1.45 p.m. yesterday, JPD received a report that a man had been assaulted while walking in the Lemon Creek area. Officers arrived on scene and learned that a 29-year-old male sustained a minor injury during the event. The male was transported to Bartlett Regional Hospital and was released the same day. JPD does not believe there is any danger to the public at large, and the investigation is ongoing. Dr. Bridget Weiss joined Action Line to talk about this weekend's graduation, and today is the last day of school. On Sunday with all three of our high school graduations. So we start the day at one o'clock with Yakusuke Dakahiti and then Thunder Mountain this year is at four o'clock. Juno Douglas High School Yada'at Kathle is at seven o'clock. So it's a busy day full of celebrations with all of our seniors. And don't forget that Safe Grad is also happening on Sunday. Of course, one of our big events along with graduation is our safe grad party, and that happens Sunday night. And so we have a lot of parent volunteers that pull that off. It is actually a a parent event, and all those parents that work all night, most of them then will have Monday off with the Memorial Day holiday. And the Juno Huskies fundraiser alumni game is tonight as well. 7 o'clock at Adair Kennedy Field. It is $20 for an adult to get in, $10 for students. You can actually purchase your ticket ahead of time if you want to skip the line. It's junohuskiesfootball.com and it's one of their major fundraisers and football is very expensive to run in the state of Alaska. That's why we have one football team. Students from all of our high schools participate on that team. And parents can sign up for kindergarten registration for next year. Do want to remind folks if they have any student child of theirs that is going to be in kindergarten next fall and they haven't registered, please do so. They just would literally call the school that they believe that their child would attend. Or if you know of have friends and with students going into kindergarten, let them know that if they have not registered, really helps us for those students to get registered early. Krista Garrett, Conservation Director for the Southeast Alaska Land Trust, talked to News of the North about SEALT's concerns and thoughts on the Juneau-Douglas North Crossing. First, she explained SEALT's mission. So the full mission of the Land Trust is that the Southeast Alaska Land Trust collaborates with communities, individuals, and organizations throughout Southeast Alaska to help ensure that highly valued habitat, recreation, open space, and cultural and historic areas continue to thrive for the well-being of each generation. And what that means kind of in practical terms is that we work with mostly private landowners, though we also work with municipalities and native corporations, other entities like that, to conserve private, mostly private lands. There are six routes in the second level screening. She details which routes are of concern and which one SEALT prefers. There are two alternatives at Sunny Point. Those are of most concern to the land trust because the east Sunny Point alternative would go directly through our conservation properties. It would require filling conservation properties and those properties are mitigation sites for the airport expansion project. The west Sunny Point alternative, the PEL study has indicated that it would be immediately off of Silt's conservation lands but would still have direct impacts on the function of those properties as functioning wetlands in terms of their habitat values. The Vanderbilt alternative also goes passes through the refuge as does the Twin Lakes alternative. The Salmon Creek alternative is the only alternative that is clearly outside of the refuge boundaries. The Mendenhall Peninsula alternative could be designed to go outside of the refuge. Garrett also shares Seals' position with the second crossing. 
we welcome necessary development for the community of Juneau, and it's something that we help facilitate through our mitigation program. For example, the airport expansion project. We just believe that the refuge is not a suitable location for any second crossing due to its status as an important bird area, critical habitat for birds, salmon, other species, and a favorite recreation destination. Given that there are other alternatives that are outside of the refuge's boundaries that would satisfy the PEL study's identified purpose and need, we really encourage the study and the community to pursue those options rather than fragmenting the refuge, which is such a valuable community resource. SEALT has been participating on the Technical Advisory Committee since the PEL study began, and they also provide comments on all drafts and public houses. Coming up next on News of the North, ahead of Memorial Day's holiday weekend, Governor Mike Dunleavy has signed legislation that allows disabled military veterans to receive a free fur trapping license. Carl Yucatel, the port director, and Matthew Cresswell, the harbor master, joined Action Line to talk about docks and harbors in Juneau. And the Juneau Police Department will have additional officers working throughout the weekend to conduct extra patrol activities. Those stories next on News of the North. Welcome back to News of the North. I'm Jordan Lewis. Ahead of the Memorial Day holiday weekend, Governor Mike Dunleavy has signed legislation that allows disabled military veterans to receive a free fur trapping license. Senate Bill 10 by Senator Jesse Keel, the Democratic Senator of Juneau, is intended to fix a gap in state law, according to Keel. Disabled veterans are eligible for free hunting and sport fishing licenses, but they didn't have access to the free trapping licenses that are available to Alaskans over 60 years old. Saying, I thank the disabled veteran who brought me the idea from a remote cabin on Thursday. It's a great thank you to veterans who are disabled, he said, noting that active duty members of the National Guard are also eligible for the free license. The proposal had universal support from veterans organization groups within the state. It passed the state house and senate by a combined total of 59 to 0, with one legislator excused absent. Carl, you could tell the port director and Matthew Cresswell, the harbor master, joined Action Line to talk about docks and harbors in Juneau. You could tell tells us good news. Aurora Phase 3. So Aurora Phase 3, uh, we've been pursuing uh, a DOT harbor grant for four years, maybe five years now. We finally got it last July, and we're in the process of awarding it now uh, to Tricano Construction. And the that's the good news, that after many years of perseverance and saving our money, we've got money for a $4 million project. And bad news. Uh, the bad news is that the cost escalation, um, supply chain limitations, and staffing issues is we're only we're only going to be able to award a base bid. So what we're going to get for 4.2 million is a single main float and stalls for 60 foot vessels. And so the it's not the end of the world. We just had hoped that we'd have more. Uh, infrastructure with uh, 4.2 million. And Cresswell updates us on tightened regulations. If you're a liveaboard vessel, fine for the owner of the vessel to live aboard. They still have to register. But if you plan on uh, renting your vessel out for someone to live on, the change that we made was that it requires, there, there's no short-term rentals anymore. If you want to rent your vessel out, you need to do so for a minimum of six months. And the harbor office requires a copy of that contract or lease with the person renting the boat. And that will then trigger uh, us to go into our standard process of before a boat is certified as a livable 
the board. Our staff will go down and inspect the marine sanitation device, i.e. the toilet, and make sure that that vessel has a Coast Guard approved type 1, 2, or 3 marine sanitation device and that it's in compliance with all of the other regulations for the harbor. So you can listen to the full program on our website, KINYradio.com. The Juneau Police Department will have additional officers working throughout the weekend to conduct extra patrol activities for high school graduation, traffic safety, and DUI enforcement. The Mobile Incident Command vehicle will be staffed and deployed out of the road from Saturday afternoon through Monday morning. And during the Memorial Day weekend, May 26th through May 30th, Juneau Crime Line will be doubling their DUI rewards from $200 to $400. Report a DUI, which leads to an arrest, and you could be eligible for a reward. JPD encourages everyone to wear seatbelts, observe speed limits, and avoid distracted driving, and call for a safe and sober ride if needed. Never miss a story or a newscast at KINYradio.com. Now you're up to date. I'm Jordan Lewis for News of the North.